welcome to episode 72 of I Wrote This News. Today is set March 19, 2022. Every weekend, we will give you a wrap-up of the week's events, highlighting and expanding on listener favorites from the week. Let's dive in. Story number one, we're well past that point, Your Honor. Supreme Court Justice in pubic hair denying Clarence Thomas seems to have woken up and smelled the years-old coffee. In a speech in Salt Lake City, Utah, Thomas dropped what he apparently thought would be earth-shattering news by claiming that the U.S. Supreme Court could, quote, at some point become compromised by politics. Thomas went on saying, quote, you can cavalierly talk about packing or stacking the court. You can cavalierly talk about doing this or doing that. At some point, the institution is going to be compromised. Thomas' wife, Ginny Thomas, is a high-profile right-leaning advocate who, among other things, sits on the board of an organization that has taken a very specific position on a case in front of her husband. Ginny Thomas also lent her voice to Trump's big lie that the 2020 presidential election was stolen from him. She was vocal on the subject in the build-up to the violent insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 6 last year that led to the deaths of five people and left more than 100 police officers injured. On the morning of the January 6 attack, Thomas posted on her Facebook page words of encouragement for the quote, Stop the steel marchers in Washington. She said, Love MAGA people. God bless each of you standing up or praying. For context, that first sentence ended with four exclamation points, the second was in all caps. Soon after the insurrection, Thomas was forced to apologize to her husband's former Supreme Court law clerks for comments she made privately to them that appeared to lament Trump's defeat in the 2020 election. The remarks were sent to a private email list called Thomas Clerk World. In the emails, disclosed by the Washington Post, she wrote, Many of us are hurting. After leaving it all on the field, to preserve the best of this country, I feel I have failed my parents who did their best and taught me to work to preserve liberties. Justice Thomas' astute observation positions him to simultaneously win the no schnitt Sherlock and been there done that awards. So, yes, Your Honor, it's quite possible for the Supreme Court to become politicized. Story number two, does it count if that document is signed in crayon? Trump took out a $100 million mortgage on his quote magnificent Trump Tower in February according to documents recorded by New York City's Department of Finance. The refinancing happened after Trump's former accounting firm Mazars dropped him as a client warning future creditors that a decade's worth of his financial records, quote, should no longer be relied upon. The financing came from Axos, launched in 2000 as Bank of Internet USA, and the mortgage obligation was signed by Trump's son, Eric. So a virtual bank loans $100 million to a company with unreliable records signed by a family member who only five years ago was reported to have said, quote, we don't rely on American banks. We have all the funding we need out of Russia. We've got some guys that really, really love golf, and they're really invested in our programs. We just go there all the time. What could possibly go wrong? Story number three, roses are red, violets are blue, I love you to death, here's a box of human heads. On the morning of Thursday, March 3rd, one or more thieves broke into a medical van east of downtown Denver. They absconded with two items, a dolly and a box of human heads. As KDVR reports, the white cardboard box measures 20 inches by 15 inches by 18 inches and features the blue, three-leaf logo of the company that owns it, Science Care. The contents of the box had been lent out for a medical training session and were being taken back to headquarters. Headquarters, get it? By the way, does it strike you as a little bit creepy that the call sign for the TV station reporting the incident? KDVR basically spells cadaver. Peeler Ross, a resident of the neighborhood from where the box was stolen, can't believe that this happened so close to where she lives. She asked, quote, why was it able to get stolen? Why was the truck parked there? You never know what those heads were going to be used for. 
Jerry Riggs, spokesman for Science Care cleared up some of the confusion explaining that the parcel was probably a misplaced package from their new Hannibal Lecter line of Valentine's Day gifts. Because nothing says I love you madly like a box of human heads. My mom always said life was like a box of human heads. You never know what you're gonna get. Story number four, crazy like a fox, a rabid, crazy fox that thinks it's a stable genius. Gentle listener, it's time to step away from the news and to focus on some analysis. These are just my thoughts, but remember, I am AI-enabled. Here we go. I hate to say it, but given what's going on in Ukraine, maybe it's time to throw a little Donald Trump into the mix. Biden is reliable and rational, and that's great for dealing with problems like the pandemic and climate change. But that might be a big disadvantage when it comes to the situation in Ukraine. And when I say situation, I mean a ruthless attack on civilians and an attempted grab of territory by Russia. So, Biden is reliable and rational, and that's generally good. The problem is that Putin knows that Biden is reliable and rational, and that means he can depend on Biden to slow walk things like supplying fighter jets to Ukraine and implementing a no-fly zone over the country. In contrast, Donald Trump is like a crazy abusive boyfriend. He says all kinds of nutty stuff, then the next thing you know he's saying he loves you. Just ask Kim Jong-un. First he's being called Little Rocket Man and the size of his nuclear button is being questioned. And the next thing you know he's telling everybody about how great your relationship is. And carting off the letters you wrote him to his place down in Florida, even if that is illegal. Don't get me wrong, Donald Trump is completely ill-suited for the job of the presidency. But maybe what we need is a credible threat aimed Putin's way that the United States is being led by a twitchy, undisciplined, narcissistic phony. What a mess. That's not going to happen. But what might happen? Or perhaps what should happen is that President Biden does something a bit outside the box, just enough to give Putin second thoughts about how far the US is willing to go to put him back in his little box. Story number five, I'd happily pay you never for some borscht today. Russia is threatening to pay foreign debts in rubles after some of Moscow's top banks were sanctioned in response to the country's invasion of Ukraine. The Russian government is scheduled to pay $117 million on Wednesday for a pair of its dollar-denominated bonds, according to Reuters. A number of Moscow's top banks have been sanctioned as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Last month, the Treasury Department banned financial dealings with the Bank of Russia and the Russian Foreign Investment Fund, and the White House announced that the U.S. and its allies would oust certain Russian banks from the SWIFT international banking system. If the payments cannot go through, the finance ministry said it would repay eurobonds in rubles, according to Reuters which has plummeted to historic lows since Russia's invasion. If that doesn't work, they'll try paying with turnips. And if that doesn't work, maybe Eric Trump can get that virtual bank of his buddy to cough up a loan. March 19th is the 78th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. 287 days remain until the end of the year. Sometimes the March equinox falls on this date, mostly in Western Hemisphere countries, marking the vernal point in the Northern Hemisphere and the autumnal point in the Southern Hemisphere. Today is also Return of the Swallow, an annual observance of the Swallow's return to Mission San Juan Capistrano in California. On this date in 1831, first documented bank heist in U.S. history, when burglars stole $245,000 in $1831 from the Citibank on Wall Street. Most of the money was recovered. 1918, the U.S. Congress establishes time zones and approves daylight saving time. 1945, World War II, Adolf Hitler issues his Nero decree ordering all industries, military installations, shops, transportation facilities, 
and communications facilities in Germany to be destroyed. This destruction of German infrastructure was to prevent its use by Allied forces as they penetrated deep within Germany. It was officially titled Decree Concerning Demolitions in the Reich Territory and has subsequently become known as the Nero Decree. After the Roman Emperor Nero who, according to an apocryphal story, engineered the Great Fire of Rome in 64 ad, the decree was deliberately disobeyed by Albert Speer. Celebrating birthdays today are actress Ursula Andress, singer Clarence Frogman Henry, musician Ruth Pointer, actress Glenn Close, convicted sex offender and guy who looks like he tripped and fell into a vat of pubic hairs Harvey Weinstein, actor Bruce Willis, playwright Neil Lebut, and Ukrainian poet, writer and painter Emma Andijuska, she turns 91 today. Happy birthday to all of them, and if your birthday is today, a very happy birthday to you as well. By the way, if you or someone you know is having a birthday and would like us to announce it on the show, leave us a voice message or send an email. The links are in the show notes. Today's news was brought to us by The Guardian, Newsweek, The Hill, Mental Floss, KDVR, and the website that would still make sense even if it were written in crayon, Wikipedia. If you have a comment or a question about anything you've heard today, or if you have a suggestion, please send us a note at I wrote this news, all one word, at thatradioshow.com. That email address one more time is, I wrote this news, all one word, at thatradioshow.com. One more thing, if this podcast sounds a little funny, that's because it's also an experiment. All of the vocals were generated using AI technology. Hopefully the show will sound different and better as the tech improves and as we improve at using it. I'm Bob Meese, hoping you have an amazing day. We'll get together again soon.